You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, May 11th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Chris Hummer. Today, we'll be joined by Louisville head coach, Scott Satterfield. The Cardinals are one of the most experienced teams in the country heading into 2022, and also have a lot of momentum on their recruiting trail, ranking eighth nationally. We'll talk with Coach Satterfield about both of those things and much more, including the subject of tampering, which he has some interesting things to say about. And of course, that has been a huge topic in college football late. Let's get started. A couple of weeks removed from spring ball right now. What did you learn about your team this spring that you didn't know or you weren't sure of entering the spring? Well, I think, you know, headed into the spring, I felt like offensively we're going to be ahead of the game really as you headed into the spring and we were I think we just we solidified that you know I don't think it really was a question but I think we just kind of because we added a few new pieces to the puzzle um, offensively that were here in the spring and you know there were some you know really surprising positive re- results out of some of those guys and I thought that was that was really good and defensively we several guys that they got hurt in the fall we knew we were going to be out but one thing that we really liked about the the spring was just kind of still developing depth on, on that side of the ball even though we were out with really five starters. But, um, you know, I think just overall, I love the, the chemistry of the football team and, and how everybody continued to come in and work every day. And uh, that was a very productive spring. This is year four for you. And I know the first three were pretty weird, at least in the spring. Spring one was a transition year, taking over a pretty complicated situation. Um, spring two was COVID. Last year, we were coming out of COVID and still dealing with a lot of the restrictions. Did this spring finally feel normal for you? Yeah, you know, it finally did. You're, you're, you're 100% correct. I mean, what a crazy tenure, you know, to be a, at this time. I mean, to come in and hit 2019, you're, you're brand new. You're trying to figure everything out. Then all of a sudden, COVID hits for two years, you know. And then now, going into year four, I feel like uh, we've gone through so much in, in that regard. I mean, the things that we had to go through, really unprecedented, uh, I think, across the country. And and to be at a new school, obviously, had, had its challenges. And, and I really feel like we've, we've settled in now. And, and I think really worth everything. I mean, just living here in, in Louisville, you know, because with COVID, everything was shut down. And, you know, now we are back to normal. We're, you know, doing everything that we did really the first year, but we just got a better sense of everything that's going on around us. Um, and we also, you know, the, with the, the roster that we have, I mean, a lot of the, most of all these players that, you know, we were the ones that brought them in here. So, you know, I think um, we're very comfortable where we are. Um, we're headed in a, in a great direction. I think we have a, an outstanding team for next fall. And we're also, you know, doing really good things on the recruiting trail. I want to touch on a few things roster-wise, but I wanted to start with Malik Cunningham. What did his return mean for your program in 2022? Well, I just think, you know, it, it was uh, for him, he's been through a lot over, over the period of his time being playing here and, and he's grown so much, and he's, you know, a lot of, a lot of different areas. And to be able to have your, your starting quarterback to come back in, in another year, uh, it's, it's very, very valuable, obviously. You know, he's very productive last season close to 4,000 yards, 39 touchdowns, and, and took care of the football as well. So to have him come back and you just you bring a wealth of experience. He's, he's been there. He's, he's done you know so many different things as far as with our offense, and, and our guys believe in him, and, and they trust in him to, to be a solid player. So I think any coach would tell you if he can get his, his quarterback to, you know, back for another year. That, that you feel very comfortable in that. And, you know, and I think, you know, we're, we're no different. And, and I, I'm, you know, obviously glad that he's back. I might be wrong about this, but it felt like he played the best football of his career late last season, um, especially as a runner. He was just devastating. Is there something y'all found within the offense with him or was it health? Like, what do you think really popped for him late last year? 
Well, I think two years ago, he he, just, he really just tried to do too much and ended up turning the ball over quite a bit. And then last year, really focused on taking care of the ball and let's take what they give us. And and part of that, you know, in a couple of games, you know, you know, we were not throwing the ball great and we relied a lot more on, on his legs. And, you know, and I think uh, – but then there were other games, you know, I think last year against Syracuse, he threw four or five touchdown passes. So I just think he just became way more comfortable within the offense and what we're trying to do. And, you know, and we, were, we were able to utilize his legs, which added – you know, more pressure to the defense to be able to stop that. I mean, he had several games rushed for over 100 yards. And, you know, and I think what we tried to work on this spring was just really more throwing the football from the pocket, pushing the ball down the field. And, and, and we, he was much better at that. So I, I really believe next year, will, obviously, I think will be his best year he's ever had. And um, with an opportunity to to really have one of the better offenses in the country, and it's going to start, you know, with him and how well he plays. But I, I feel he feels good about the guys that are around him as well. So it's it's going to help him, you know, not to think he has to do everything on himself. You mentioned um, potentially being one of the best offenses in the country if he plays the way you think he can play. You return almost everyone on that unit. I think y'all finished tenth nationally last year in yards per play. Um, what are you hoping that unit can be going to? Well, I think we want to continue to be a, you know, a very solid, balanced offense. I mean, I think we're the only team in the country in the last three years average over 200 rushing, over 200 passing. And, and you know, when you when you're like that, then then defenses can't sell out on one or the other. And I, and I think we want to be an offense that's going to take what they give us. If they if they want to load up to stop the run, then we got to be able to push the ball down the field. And I think we're going to have the guys to be able to do that. You know, but I think it starts up front. Our offensive line uh, is a veteran group. And and they've been they've been together now for several years. We we have enough depth now. We have eight or nine guys that we feel good about that can go out there and play at, at a high level. And and then what we have in the backfield is the most competitive backfield we've had since we've been here as well. And you know, and, and receiver wise, we'll have some guys that can make plays. So so I think we want to continue to elevate our offense. And you know, you, you mentioned we're top ten in the country in, in yards per play. I think total offense was twenty first. And you know, I, well, I really believe we can be another top ten offense this year. And 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 I know we're going to play some good teams this year with some you know good defenses. But I think with all the guys coming back, I don't really think there's a, there's not a really a weakness within the offense. We'll be right back with Louisville head coach Scott Satterfield after this break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The defense has generally improved every year since you've been there under uh, your defense coordinator, Brian Brown. You also brought in Wesley McGriff as co-DC this offseason. What are you kind of hoping to see from that unit heading into next year? 
Yeah, you know, we're we're certainly not satisfied how we play defense, but we, you know, when we we arrived here, it's one of the you know one of the worst defenses in the country, and and so it's been a long haul, you know, trying to get those guys right on that side of the ball. And we we feel like we've, we've making progress. We're still we're still not where we need to be. We, we've added a bunch of players this year that we think can come in and, and, and help on that side of the ball. You know, we unfortunately we had a few injuries last year that really hindered our defense. Monty Montgomery goes out in the third week of the season, and he's an emotional leader for our defense and a, and a big time playmaker. Trey Clark goes out, you know, the All ACC corner. So you know, there, there's a several players that you know we got to be able to stay healthy but 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 I think you know we want to continue on that trajectory of getting better every single uh season and I think this this year hopefully this will be our best best year defensively and you know I think the big thing is we don't want to give up the big plays I think we want to make make offenses have to drive the ball on us and 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 you know not give them the cheap touchdowns that that I think plagued us a little bit last year so uh, that's something that we've worked on this this spring and we'll continue to work on as we head into fall You've added 10 transfers so far this offseason. I know not all of them are on campus this spring, and a couple of them have committed very recently. But is there anyone from that group so far that you've seen has really impressed you? Yeah, I mean, uh, several guys. I think offensively, uh, you know, several guys that came in in January. You know, Tyler Hudson is, is probably been the most impressive player that we've that we've brought in. He had a tremendous spring. He can play every position, um, you know, out there, wide receiver. He's got phenomenal hands and he's got a lot more speed than, than I thought, you know, whenever we brought him in here. And, you know, so I really believe he'll be an impactful player. You know, he turned heads. You know, when you when you get players starting turning around and looking and, t- and talking, <laughs> you know you got some something there. You know, so he, he was outstanding. Tyon Evans, the running back who was a big play guy for us this spring. And I think he just he's gonna bring some 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 of that that big playability from the backfield. I think he can catch the ball out of the backfield as well as run. So um yeah I'm excited about him. Wiggins came in from University of Miami and, and he's he did some great things for us. Um Momo came in from Ole Miss. He, he's gonna he's gonna be a solid player. Really good leadership skills. Um, you know, especially for a guy who just got here in January. Um, you know, and then you know, there's some other guys that you mentioned that, that are not here yet. We feel that they're gonna be very impactful once they get here and you know this summer and we start, you know, going over over things. And I think they're just gonna add value to our particularly in our secondary. We've added a bunch of guys in the secondary where we, we were very thin. Yeah, I remember watching Tyler in high school out in spring and uh, he could play even back then. I'm excited to see him on the power five level. What's the next step for this program? Well, I, I think for us, just to continue to elevate, you know, we want to we want to be a team that's going to be competing for ACC championships. I think, you know, last year, really kind of the first year in a while that the ACC was wide open. And, and I think, you know, we're in, we're in a new era now. I think we all know that um, over the last really year and a half, when you with, with the one-time transfer, the NIL, the all the new rules that have come down, it, it's a it's a different era of, of college sports, really, in college football, particularly of, of these new rule changes. So you know the 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 challenges of of building programs over four, five, six, seven, eight years are are going to be different now. Um, it's almost going to be year to year. All right, it's what you can bring in. It's what what you're going to add to the to the pieces of the puzzle. How you approach recruiting and in, in you know high school guys or transfer guys and um you know all those things and so for us as a program we want to elevate and be a top 25 program compete compete for championships you know we've had a great run this all season in, in, in recruiting in 2023 and um i think some a lot of these players that are coming in here and seeing that that we have a ton of potential to be one of the better programs in the country and so we want to continue to elevate to that and we got to prove it on the field and i, and I think this fall will be a you know, great for us to be able to go out and get some great wins and to continue the momentum in, in recruiting yeah i know you can't talk about specifics but i should say y'all are number five nationally right now in 2023, uh, which is quite a pace for Louisville recruiting. Yeah. Um, before I let you go, you mentioned a new era of college football, and I'd be remiss, and I've been asking every head coach I talk to this question, but 
the transfer portal is a significant part of the sport now. And something that's come with that is a lot of tampering, at least from my perspective. How prevalent is that right now, in your opinion, in college football? Uh, I think it's very prevalent. It's um, it's and I, and I don't know how you stop it. I don't know how you, we, anybody can contain it. You know, it's uh, everybody knows the rules now everybody knows that you can you can leave one program and go play immediately at another program and you're going to have you're going to have back channels people making phone calls to high school coaches to 707 coaches to you know somebody that knows somebody and and you you know spread a word hey we're looking for such and such this position you know would would, would that guy be interested those type of things and then you know I don't know how you're going to slow that down. We, we have to get parameters within this one-time transfer. We have to get some some windows where they can, you know, jump in the portal and leave, um, you know, at the end of the semester, semesters on spring and fall probably. You know, right now, we really don't have any – any parameters. It's wide open. Uh, any point in time, guys can leave. Um, you know, and I think you know. So it's something that we have to get a grip on. Uh, I think in order to to have any kind of sanity in, in college football right now, and it's um, and, and it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to to make make the right decisions and answers to get this under control. I heard you. Um, I heard you laugh a little bit at the beginning of that question. Um, did you <laughs> Did you experience some of that recently with Tyler Harrell? Well, I mean, I, you can't prove anything. Um, I, I think, um, but it's not not only with him. It's happened before here. Last year, we had we had a few guys that that jumped in the portal, and, and the next day they, they're announcing where they're going. So you know, it, it, you can <laughs> you can you can look at that and know that that something went on um, before they they were in the portal. So, um, but I do think it's happened. It's happening all across the country. It's not just affecting our program. I think it's affecting every program. And you know, it's um, it's something that we certainly uh, need to look at closely and, and try to figure out what's going to be the best way as we move forward. Well, hey, uh, Coach, um, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, Louisville heads into year four in a really interesting position with a lot of momentum. So we look forward to seeing how y'all uh, do this season. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Chris. Thank you to Scott Satterfield for joining us on the podcast today. For myself and producer Lance Glenn, thank y'all for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. Talk to y'all soon. Normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves, demons, and now what? A baby antichrist? <laughs> Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop, make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil, the final season. Streaming May 23rd, only on Paramount Plus.